0: A podcast hosted by Go Eco Wakato. We are an environment and climate hub based in Kirikiriroa, but serve the Waikato region with the mission to be a voice for the environment, a centre for learning and a catalyst for change. We provide community education, collaborate with and support environmental groups and projects, provide inspiration for later living and advocate on behalf of the environment. Ko Kelly Pike toku Ingwa. And our most recent episode, Anna Casey Cox, was joined by Tim Cox uh, to talk about water quality at Lake Rotoroa or Hamilton Lake. You'll find that episode and our most recent episodes of Hipuna Korero on your favourite podcast platform like Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Apple Podcasts. But don't forget to follow us so you don't miss an episode. You'll also find the re- a link to that podcast on our social media Go Eco Wakato. Wiki. It's been a while, so I'll be updating you on news, campaigns and the events and workshops happening at GoEco, starting with some recent news. The Waikato community backed the predator-free 2050 goal. If we want our endemic species to thrive, we need to control introduced predators like rats, stoats and possums. While many in the community are already on board with the predator-free 2050 goal, it didn't stop a full house attending a talk by a wildlife ecologist and trapping expert Cam Speedy on a wet, cold evening recently. Most of the audience were connected with urban gully restoration, farmers or backyard trappers who want to increase the effectiveness of their project. The event was co hosted by Predator Free Aotearoa or Predator Free New Zealand Trust and Go Eco, the Wakato Environment Centre, and held at the Wakato Museum. Quote There's no IP in Predator Free. We're all in this together. Set the tone for the talk, emphasising the need to throw all of our knowledge in the kete. Kim Speedy reminded the audience that, there are not, that they are not trap checkers, they are predator hunters and that attention to detail at every trap site was key to success. Other tips were to make the trap site more interesting with the liberal use of lures and scent trails. It has to look like another predator has been visiting a trap to encourage others. Use fresh and seasonal bait so it's more realistic for the predator. Take guidance from the maramataka for when predators are more active so you can focus on trapping at that time. GoEco provide community education, capacity building for restoration groups and connect neighbours to start trapping on their own or public spaces. We, (laughs) We also sell National Animal Welfare Advisory Committee approved rat traps from the eco shop in Frankton. One of the groups GoEco have worked with is AJ Seeley in Hamilton East, who are recent successful applicants for Predator Free New Zealand Trust funding. They will be door knocking for 60 neighbouring landowners to undertake trapping in their backyards to provide a buffer zone. Go Eco have also supported the establishment of bush tuburbs in Waipa, which is creating a buffer zone from Sanctuary Mountain Mangatauteri to Cambridge by supporting trapping by landowners in the area. Birds such as tui, kereru, kaka and bellbird korimako visit bush remnants scattered across the private farmland between the Maunga and Leamington, so protecting birds from marauding predators in these prime habitat areas is critical. If you want to start trapping, we have traps in the eco shop, or you can find them at the iSite in Cambridge. And if you're interested in community trapping, get in touch with Alan, E-L-L-E-N at goeco.org.nz. If you live between Mungatoti and Cambridge, get in touch with Karen at goeco.org.nz to start trapping with the Bush to Burbs project. And it's a nice segue to announce that this year we are campaigning for the Kereru for Bird of the Year, a.k.a. Uh, kūkūpū Kuku, or Native Wood Pigeon. Why? Because Kereru is one of the native birds we can see return to Kirikirirua if we keep doing what we are already doing, which is predator control and habitat restoration. Not only are they magnificent, chunky native birds, they have an integral role to play in seed dispersal. Due to the extinction of other birds like the huia, piopio and moa, kereru are now the only native bird that is able to eat the large fruit of many native trees, including taerere, pureri, tawa and karaka. This means they are the only birds able to spread the seeds of these native trees, making their poop nature's own seed bombs. Voting for bird of the year starts at nine a.m. Monday, the seventeenth of October, and closes at five p.m. on Sunday, the thirtieth of October. So vote, Keneru for one of your choices for bird of the year, and that's thanks to Forest and Bird. Uh, last week on Hipuna Korero, you heard about the water quality at Lake Rotoroa, and I'll give you an update from Fakamani Ki Rotoroa, an advocacy group, now. The return and thriving life of native fish and a swimmable lake are two of the goals of Fakamani Kiro Toroa, a lake advocacy network supported by our training and development lead, Councillor Annie Casey Cox. Fakamani Kiro Toroa had a meeting recently with Hamilton City Council. And thanks to the advocacy of Fakamani Kiro Toro, Council have contracted lake water quality experts to assess the options for improving the water quality in the lake. At times, Lake Rotoroa can have an elevated levels of E. coli, from, primarily from waterfowl, that's your ducks and your Canadian geese, and also algae, due, uh, due in part to runoff from the lake surrounds. The National Policy Statement on Freshwater Management stipulates that the E. coli and can back I can pro- pronounce that one same bacteria levels can bacteria levels safe for swimming are also levels that mean it is safe for eating so basically when you can swim in the lake you can likely eat from it also so that's isn't it awesome when goals align in 2001 Namana Torpu or Kiki and Niwa worked together to reintroduce the kaiō or fresh mus- uh, freshwater mussels and they have been detected and follow up surveys since Wakato Regional Council are going to be undertaking a lake macrophyte or lake plant survey soon and while they are at it, they will check on the mussel populations. It's awesome to have a network of organisations and individuals passionate about restoring the well-being and mauri of Lake Rotoroa, sharing data, information and knowledge together as one important commitment. We'll keep you up to date about this campaign via our social media. In other campaigns... Many of Aotearoa's towns and cities were constructed along rail tracks, yet very few communities have active, frequent, accessible and affordable passenger rail services. If you'd like to see more trains using the rails that are there, please consider making a submission to the Parliamentary Inquiry into the Future of Interregional Passenger Rail in New Zealand. Bit of a mouthful. You don't need to be a technical expert. Personal stories about how it will improve your life is important. Uh, you can go to Save Our Trains NZ or Making Rail Work uh, for some guidance or ideas on your submission. The submissions for that close on the 21st of October, and you'll find that uh, in the Parliamentary Select Committee uh, open consultation page, or you'll find the link on our social media as well. Another campaign, uh, again, closer to home. Don't burn Wipar. Waste incineration was once touted as the greener, less invasive alternative to landfills, particularly in parts of Europe. But now incineration plants are being decommissioned in Europe due to the high carbon emissions and toxic waste, leaving behind huge clean-up costs to the communities and local ratepayers. Incinerators are proven to be toxic and dangerous anywhere, but the proposed site for a waste-to-energy incinerator in Te is particularly unsuitable. The proposed site would be in a residential zone, close to 420 new dwellings. It would also be opposite several educational facilities and two of our premium food producers, Fonterra and Manuka Health. Adjacent to the local Mangapiko stream, the site is a known floodplain risking more toxins entering our already fragile river. Many people in our community are working hard to care for our natural environment, including restoring the pirongia Mangatotiri Ecological Corridor. An incineration plant would undermine all that good work. Furthermore, this proposed plant seems to be in opposition to current collective iwi environmental strategies and aspirations of the area. An alternative option to the incinerator is the landfill diversion work of extreme zero waste and whaingaroa raglan, which has been a winning formula. This could be far more beneficial for Waipa. The WIPA Council has recently announced a consent application to build a waste-to-energy incineration plant and that it will be publicly notified, meaning we have an opportunity to show the Council that we want better things for the future of WIPA than a toxic incineration plant. You can head to Action Station to sign the petition, Don't Burn WIPA. Kete fokarongo mai, kweki puna korero, a podcast hosted by Go Eco. We're going to stop for a music break now. Uh, and it's a New Zealand cl- music classic uh, covered by a Dunedin based band or Te based band, Marlin Streaming, and it's Pink Frost. When we return, our Go Eco events and workshops. <coughs> you free FM, uh you'll listen to Hipuna Cordidor um, time to talk about some of the upcoming events and workshops and uh, during the music break I was reflecting on some of the uh, education opportunities that I've uh, taken advantage of as an employee of Go Eco recently, uh, which has included uh, a bat tour learning all about Pika Pika Tauraua, our native long tail bats, which we have here in Kirikirua and uh, actually across Waikato as well and we know that we've found them recently in Cambridge, which is all which is awesome um, and attended a sustainable future symposium at Wintech and uh, I guess a standout keynote speaker for me and that was uh, Dr. Ian White talking about the 20-minute city which I think is a really uh, awesome vision for what our cities could look like if we get our planning right and you know and the improvement to our uh, health and well-being and a stable climate future as well if we can uh, let that happen. Also attended uh a, a workshop that Trust Waikato and GoEco collaborated on, which was uh, climate and communities. One of the things we know about our community organisations is, is that uh, one, we're not also uh, we're not always resourced well to come up with a climate action plan for our organisation. But as well as that, we're also on the front line of responding when there's a crisis, and we knew this um, during the COVID pandemic. And I remember all of our community stepping up uh, to make sure that the community was able to get what they needed. So it's really important that we continue to support Uh, and build the uh, climate resilience of our community organisations. So GoEco currently has a pilot programme happening called uh, the Climate Response Program. Uh, And uh, while the first intake is is happening, you know, as we speak, um, it might be something for you to look out for in the future um, if you're a community organisation and you want to front foot um, a response to climate, which is uh, climate change, which is already here. And and we know that. Uh, But yeah, there's always some awesome education educational opportunities that pop up uh, around Wakato, uh, But here are the ones that uh, Goeco are organising in our Enviro Centre at the moment. So coming up, uh, we've got a pop-up second-hand bookshop. So we had one of these in March and everybody was saying, when's the next one? When's the next one? So here it is. Several of Kirikiriro's most well-known and some would say notorious second-hand book collectors and sellers are teaming up again for a pop-up bookshop. We'll have a vast range of books available with an emphasis on Aotearoa history because clearly there are many people in Aotearoa who need to know their histories. Uh, There are some classic books everyone should have and uh, you'll find some of these here. It's also a a great place to start looking for Christmas gifts. Yes, we are starting to think about that already. It's happening from 9 until 2pm Saturday the 22nd of October at Go Eco in Frankton, our term uh, four series of talks, held in collaboration with Earth Diverse are starting soon. Uh, this live seminar series looks at the relationship between ecological restoration and mental health. We have four guest speakers who will share their experiences over the term. Over term four, which runs from October the twenty sixth, and starts with Gabrielle Wood who is from the Rivoli Environment Society um, and will talk about a path to restoration. Uh, Gabrielle's talk will be about her journey to wellness from the depths of PTSD or post-traumatic stress disorder through to rediscovering the healing power of the Nahide. On Wednesday the 9th of November, Leanne Steele from good old Weed Weedbusters will uh, be uh, giving the talk. Um, working as a mental health nurse and currently with the over 65 age group, uh, Leanne also took the initiative to spend a lot of time in Whangiroa raglan managing pest plants for the environment to make way for native species and of course to hopefully entice Uh, our birds and insects to come back in greater numbers. Leanne seeks to encourage and support others to do the same. The work fills her up and as a happy side effect has made new friends as well as they share meals and have a laugh while they do the mahi. Intrinsically, we all understand somehow that being in nature is good for us and in times of change and upheaval, Leanne finds nature is a welcome constant, something sure and familiar, providing comfort and reassurance. As someone famous once said, a strength and stain." eco is an emerging science, a blend of ecology, the study of the relationships between living organisms, and psychology, the study of the human mind. And at the heart of eco-psychology is the concept of reciprocal restoration, which sounds pretty obvious. Um, Wednesday, the 23rd of November, Crystal Van Hout of A Rocha and Karori Project will join us as a speaker so how does time and nature support us spiritually and mentally? What can we learn as we delve deeper and explore our connection to whenua and how might this support and empower others? Crystal shares learnings from her work with uh, Te Whaka Oranga o or Karuoi, uh, the Karuoi Project, and A Rocha, Aotearoa NZ. Connecting community and Angatahi Tamariki to their local ecosystems, the Whenua, Wai, and Moana, we can create a sense of belonging and inspire the next generation of Kaitiaki while also improving our own well um, being and mental health. On the 21st of December, and might need to check that date for you. Dr. Edena Walker of University of Waikato will join us. Edena uh, is a descendant of Te Tai Taukarao with with uh, Whakapapa to Te Parafo and uh, Nate Arua Mahui, as well as connections to Ngāte Poro and Nati Te Rangi. Uh, she currently resides in Kirikiriroa and has undertaken research related to Kaitiyakatanga with her most recent research exploring how this concept can be practiced in urban spaces. Her research will focus on the benefits of practising a kaiti Akitanga and how this contributes to mental health and wellbeing. This uh, live series, which is held fortnightly from 7.30 to 8.30pm, either on Zoom or in-person at Earth Diverse on Anglesey Street in Kirikirirua, it's free, but we do welcome a donation to register for the series and you can come along to all or one of the talks. Head to Diverses website, earthdiverse.org.nz. This one's for you if you live in uh, Rahui, Pōkega, Huntley. Are your electricity bills going up? Are you struggling to keep yourself and your whānau warm in winter and cool in summer? is in mould on your walls and ceilings. At the Free Home Energy Workshop, you'll receive practical tips and advice to reduce your power bill and make your home warmer, drier and healthier. The workshop is supported by Go Eco and Well Energy in partnership with Friendship House and Huntley West Hub. It's 10:30 till 12 p.m. Wednesday the 2nd of November at Friendship House, Huntley West um, Hub on Harris Street. We're hosting a pop-up plant market. Who doesn't love a good plant? Indoor houseplants, vegetables, seedlings, succulents, you name it, we'll have them all at the inaugural pop-up plant market. Plants make the best gifts, so stock up for Christmas. Treat yourself to another houseplant or give your veggie garden a boost. If you're interested in having a stall, it's only $10. Email sandra at goeco.org.nz to book your table. Uh, There's also a great opportunity to do some fundraising for an event or project so get your friends, clubmates or schoolmates on board. If you're coming along to buy at the uh, pop-up plant market and browse what is available, it's 8 until 1pm, Saturday the 5th of November at GoEco. That's the pop-up plant market. We're having a Bike Hub swap meet. It's like a car boot sale but with bikes and bike paraphernalia. Uh, For sellers, if you are needing to do a bit of a clear-out of old bikes or parts, if you're sinking under a pile of rear derailleurs, um, or you know you have more bike spokes than you can poke a stick at, this might be um, good for you. For just $10, you can secure a site at the swap meet to hawk your wares, clear your shed. Um, Or if you are just interested in coming along to find a cheap bike or to find some obscure bike part, uh, the bike hub swap meet is for you now it's happening um on oh, 8 to 12 p.m. Saturday the 19th of November at Go Eco The clothes swap for climate is happening. Let's ditch fast fashion with a clothes swap. If you want to reduce the cost of the fast fashion industry on our environment and the role it plays in the climate crisis, this one's for you. Buy less and of better quality. Wear it longer, recycle and upcycle. At a clothes swap, you can find some amazing gems that can last a lifetime or use it as an inexpensive way to clothe yourself and your whanau. Second hand doesn't mean second best. You might also find something that, with a little upcycling will be perfect for you. Upcycling with visible mending, dyeing and resizing is a great way to give new life to clothes. How it works, bring in your unwanted good quality clothes. Browse while others have brought in and take home what you like. There's no limits. It's a $5 entry fee to help fundraise for our waste minimisation initiatives. Donations of good quality clothing can also be dropped off the week of the swap. Which is three to five PM Saturday, the nineteenth of November at Go Eco, Imagining Better Futures. There is a lot happening at Go Eco, Imagining Better Futures through storytelling. When we're bombarded with constant bad news, things can feel pretty overwhelming. Especially when many of the issues the world faces today are complex, multifaceted, and global. So, how do we find hope in a seemingly impossible situation? The potential is limitless when we dig into our imagination and put pen to paper. Stories exist to question, imagine, solve and expose. And this workshop will f- uh, explore the role of creativity in fostering hope and imagining solutions to the current global crisis. Through devising a narrative, you can create a world that you want to see. The workshop's open to people of all levels of experience. If you don't have an idea, come along and we can help. Uh, you need to register for that particular workshop uh, through Fraser Tech uh and you'll f- again you'll find the link on uh Go Echo's Facebook events uh to register for that. And finally, running out of time, a vintage pop up market is happening. We've got a good vintage who sew vintage style dresses with genuine vintage fabric and Di Jensen, AKA the Crown Lynn Lady, coming uh to Go Eco, and that's nine till two PM Saturday the third of December. There are also other plans afoot for another bike hub garage sale, a recycled, upcycled clothes market, and community bike dismantling working bee. So keep an eye on Go Eco Wakato social media for more updates. Here Puna Correro is a podcast hosted by Go Eco. We are a not for private environment and climate hub based in the Wakato region with a mission to be a voice for the environment, a centre for learning, and a catalyst for change. Find out more about us on our website or our social media. Matiwan.